It is time to take a ride together. It's eight minutes past five o'clock and the temperatures are summertime, summertime, summertime highs as we do the drive at five. State Representative Sarah Enamorado resigning from the House of Representatives in Harrisburg today, a move which will give her more time to focus on her campaign for Allegheny County Executive. But it also means the Democrats have lost their one-seat majority in the chamber. The decision by Enamorado, the Democrat from Lawrenceville, was released today in a news release from her office. Did not give a specific reason why she's stepping down. However, she is the Democratic nominee for executive and faces Joe Rocky, the Republican nominee in the general election come November. Prior to the resignation, Democrats had a 102-101 majority in the House. Its leaders, as well as others in the Capitol, are locked in an impasse on creating a state budget for the fiscal year, which already started back on the 1st of July. Now, a spokesperson for the House Speaker said that Joanna McClinton, the Democrat from Philadelphia, has signed a writ. That means there will be a special election to be held in the heavily Democratic Pittsburgh-based 21st district seat held by Inamorado. That special election will be September 19th. Is it really that big of an issue, considering that the House is on break until the tail end of September and there's not much being done. Some are saying that that's part of the reason why they think the Democrats forced her out of her seat. Special counsel's target letter to Trump in the 2020 election probe cites three federal statutes. That is the latest from NBC News today. Former President Donald Trump receiving the special counsel Jack Smith's notice informing him he is a target of a federal investigation into efforts to overturn the presidential election in 2020. It mentions three federal statutes related to the deprivation of rights, conspiracy to defraud the U.S., and tampering with a witness. Those three federal statutes were included in the letter Trump said he received Sunday night, according to two attorneys with direct knowledge of the document. The context surrounding the statute cited in the target letter is unclear. And their inclusion in the letter does not necessarily mean that Trump will be charged with related counts or that an indictment would be limited only to those three statutes. Florida's rabbit invasion. Yes, rabbits, as in bunny rabbits, hares, cottontails, continues to get worse. A problematic cuteness overload, some say, in a South Florida community as the rabbits are digging into yards, cutting through wiring, and they are drawing growing ire of residents and public officials. They say there's 60 to 100 rabbits hopping around the neighborhood of Wilton Manors, a city a few miles north of Fort Lauderdale. According to a statement from that town, the city commission during an April 25th meeting weighed the options on what to do with all the rabbits that have been messing up yards, slicing wiring, prompting concerns for the safety of the rabbits as well as drivers and bicyclists alike in a neighborhood that has just 80 residents. Neighborhood residents reported that another resident released their pet rabbits, which naturally led to, well, rabbits doing what rabbits doing, reproducing and creating the current population, the city said. It is unclear when the pet rabbit release took place. Netflix killing off its cheapest no-ads plan as it is dumping that streaming plan in the U.S. and the U.K. The company aiming to push value-conscious customers to sign up for its advertiser-supported package. The basic plan, which provided a single stream for just $9.99 a month in the U.S., is no longer available, quote, for new or rejoining members, end quote. 
According to Netflix, the existing basic members can remain on this plan until you change plans or cancel your account. The elimination of basic is designed to boost customers in the ad-supported standard with ads, which the company first launched last November. In May, Netflix said it had signed up more than 5 million members for its ad-supported plans, with 25% of new subs taking that particular package. Pittsburgh has enough police officers, but does it need to reorganize what they do? New analysis in the Pittsburgh staffing situation says that the budgeted number of officers, 900, is sufficient, though the department needs some restructuring. The 900, quote, is a good amount of officers for us to have, says the public safety director Lee Schmidt in releasing the study. It was commissioned by the city last year. Schmidt continues, quote, it's a matter of where those officers are placed and how they're utilized that we need to take a look at, end quote. And 900 and, uh, officers is what's budgeted, but as of today, there were 792 actually on the payroll. There is a new recruiting class scheduled for Monday with 30 new trainees, another scheduled for sometime in November with up to 40 new recruits, according to Chief Police Larry Scarato. Staffing levels that we have are not in crisis, said the chief. The current staffing that we have keeps the city very safe on a daily basis. West Nile virus uh, has been identified in mosquitoes in Allegheny County. That word coming from the county health department. They will continue to set mosquito traps as part of the ongoing vector-based disease surveillance efforts. Those surveillance efforts basically involve trapping mosquitoes, and they say that they did find those with West Nile in Beltsuver, Southside Slopes, and in Mount Oliver. They will continue to monitor those areas. The Steelers reaching an agreement, a five-year contract worth a little over $70 million with Alex Highsmith, the outside linebacker, means he will not be a free agent at the end of the upcoming season. That deal includes $27.7 million in guaranteed money, according to Jerry Dulac of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. The third-round draft pick coming out of Charlotte in 2020 is coming off a season where he was number six in the NFL with 14 and a half sacks. And a medical marijuana company, and processing facility, two dispensaries, all closing in Pittsburgh and Erie. 76 people are out of work amid lawsuits and allegations of unpaid rent and financial turmoil. Good Blend, Pennsylvania, closing its sprawling medical cannabis growing facility in the Chateau neighborhood. That'll close in September, along with medical marijuana dispensaries in Friendship and Erie, according to Sam Schwartz, vice president of public affairs and corporate impact at Parallel, which is Good Blend's corporate parent in Atlanta, Georgia. And that is a check of today's Drive at Five. Those are the stories driving headlines. It's a quarter past five on the 19th of July.